It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pop a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour. A cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar, today we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, just down from Napoleon Avenue, where they have half-price happy hour every day for three hours from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. with half-price food and half-price drinks. I'll say that again because it's absolutely true. Half-price drinks and half-price food. That's why there's so many people here at Wayfair today. <laughs> As you see, the the whole place is overrun with alcoholics. How many people are here? Two. No, I'll give it eight. Eight. There's eight people. So there's plenty of room for you if you're watching this live on Facebook Live. Come on, you can turn off Facebook and come on down here and join us and have a drink at Half Price and Half Price Bar Food, which is awesome, actually. And also, they have an awesome brunch on the weekends. So here's the deal. So did we all do this thing with the Facebook situation? No. No. You did it, Mike? Yeah. Mike right. Dillon is here, which is an unbelievable coup for us to have somebody who's actually an accomplished and successful musician other than Andrew Tuholm who's well, here every week. Well, that, which, yeah, so it feel like uh, it's nice to have a... I, when you said Mike was going to be here, I, I thought maybe there'd be some vibes. Some sort of mistake. Being they're wheeled in. in. We'll, I'll go get him a little bit. <laughs> do you have, the, do you have the vibes with you here? Oh, yeah, they're right out across Can we the set them up? No worries. Yeah, I could get them in the middle of the podcast. That would be so awesome. Wouldn't, now you have to talk into this mic. I could grab them out of my van. That would be awesome. Yeah. Could you really? For real? Yeah. Okay. How cool would that That'd be? That'd be pretty sick. I would love that. <laughs> so if you don't know who Mike is, stick around. You're going to get to see and hear that. That would be amazing. How do people describe you? Are you a percussionist or a vibraphonist? Or percussionist that screams. Percussionist that screams? Yeah. You don't see the word sort of vibraphone or vibes in punk in the same sentence, mm. ever. You do now. Except for you. There's a few other. DJ Bone Break from X plays vibes. Oh, really? Okay. He's old school punk rock. Right. I don't think what you do is really punk, though, do you? It's too sophisticated. It's a mixture of all of it. You know, when you see Bad Brains in 1986, it's uh, hardcore. It leaves an impression on you that you can't escape. It it, it kills smooth jazz. (laughs) Talking of smooth jazz, what is that band called that you play with, The well, I used to play Dead with Kenny them, and I, I oh, was down to t-shirt. the bottom of my uh, laundry collection today of clean clothes. Right. So, uh, this was it. The Dead Kenny I still Kenny like Gs. this shirt with the old, uh, out, the old uh, speaker of the house. Nice. With well, the Kenny that is. G wig, yeah. That <laughs> is, too. Did yeah, Ken- I just found this. You know, Kenny G's real name is Gorlick. That's his last name. So is we it had, really? We had a song going, Gorlick, Gorlick. Did he come after you for using his name at all? No, but I just heard a story this weekend. I was hanging out with our sax player, Skerrick, and, and um, apparently someone was doing an interview with Kenny G in Seattle, like at KEXP or something. Yeah. And they're like, you know, Kenny, there's a, uh, there's a band in town. There's a sax player. There's a band called the Dead Kenny G's. And then one of the guys like, that was working on the interview pulled off his, he had a, took off the Dead Kenny G's. Showed it to him, and he was a good sport about it, you know. And then they played some Dead Kenny G's for Kenny G. <laughs> oh, that's pretty damn. Yeah, cool, that's a good right? story. Like, Apparently, yeah. you can find that on Facebook. That's cool, or somewhere. So we're also joined Me here too. by Eric Newman. Are you a Kenny G fan, Eric? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not 
not a fan of Kenny G. I'm, I'm sure I've <laughs> relaxed a little bit here and there to something he's done. Who doesn't yeah. love Kenny G? <laughs> right. And right. strangely enough, you're wearing a, sh a matching shirt and baseball cap. I that am. says the food bar, like F-U-M-O-U-T-D. Yeah, it, it's pronounced food. Food. Uh, we get asked if it's FUD a fud lot. Bar. But, the FUD know, bar. It looks like yeah. the FUD bar. It's pronounced food. Well, that's dots. what the two dots. Yeah, like right. motorhead. And it doesn't, it's a made-up word, so. Yeah. Are you German yourself? Because Newman sounds sort of German. I am German, but it, it's not a German restaurant. You know, I just wanted something that needed to be explained an awful lot. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a great <laughs> idea, right? <laughs> Where is the restaurant? It's over on uh, in uh, the lakefront area, closer to UNO, okay. uh, on Robert E. Lee, 1522, right. uh, at the end of Paris Avenue. Uh -huh. uh, kind of just starting off that area, getting redeveloped uh, really since Hurricane Katrina. Right. So right. Uh, we're yeah. hoping we're on the front end of things out there. Cool. And Veronica yeah. Elweiss is here talking of German. That was originally German. Your name, too. All a of us. Actually, Austrian. Uh, how much Not closer could I have been? Not German. <laughs> is there a sort of a sore Not point? A, no. Is that no, like it, being called Canadian or? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Germans. No. I love Germans. You do? Yeah. Why particularly Germans? Just because you're sitting. Oh, hey, your parents German? My, well, yes. My, your actual parents. My dad's from there, and my mom is uh, second generation. So. Okay. How they meet each other then? Church. Here. <laughs> yeah, Lutheran Church. Imagine really? that. Yeah. Lutheran. Yeah. So I saw in my extensive research mm -hmm. that I've got here, thank you to our producer, Graham DePonte, that you went to Lutheran High School or something. I did. I graduated I've from never uh, heard of Lutheran High. It's very, very small school, uh, you know, about 20-something people in my graduating class. But uh, it's been around where, uh, a where while. Is it? It's out in Metairie uh, on Cleary. And how many of those 20 people are still around? Do you know them? Most of us. And I hung out with about half of them this weekend. We've stayed Is that close. Right? Yeah. Really? So are you <laughs> friends with most of the people you went to school with? I am. Lutheran High. I am. I, I have the same okay. five group of guys that I've been hanging out with since kindergarten, actually. <laughs> wow. That's yeah, wild. That's crazy. What about you, Mike? Do you still have friends from high school? A couple. Where did you go to high school? St. Thomas High School in Houston, Texas. In Houston, Texas. Okay. Basilian Fathers. Are you the, have you, are you the guy who's gone the most off the rails? Probably. <laughs> what are the other two guys no, do? I, oh, I, <laughs> um, people from that school that I've kept in touch with, you know, every now and then you hear something Facebook, but, you know, every now and then I run into yeah. someone at a gig, but Not I don't often. know. I don't live in Houston anymore. All right. What made you move here? Music. That'll do it. That's pretty much why everybody moves yep. here. Yep. <laughs> so... How do you do this live thing? I can't even see I'd anything. I'd love to figure it out. Who knows? I can't see anything. I'm trying anything. to figure it out. Can it's distracting me. I want to forget about it. Oh, yeah, me too. That's what I knew was going to happen. Last we, week, our producer, under April. 40? <laughs> well, April did it for us last week, and I can't see anything We here. need a millennial right now to hook us up. So we should be on the It's New Orleans Facebook page, right? Yep, we're this all there. Is, this is really riveting But I don't, I don't see anything stuff. happening <laughs> live That's there. sad. Okay. Hello, are you live? It's New Orleans. Yeah. Okay, it's New Orleans. I'm looking at it right now. So are you on the page? Is that you right there? I've got it shared to the... Yeah, uh, that's the, the right page. But the Food Bar Facebook page. Yeah, okay. Happy hour, drinking food for the soul at Wayfair, it says. Okay. So what do I do? Oh, look. Okay, this is... This is a look how far behind it is. Wow. That's okay, shit. Okay, right. Where do you find that thing? But when that happens and it plays to the mic in the live feed, once it gets there from the delay, 
Yeah. We're going to enter another dimension is what's going to happen. Yeah. That's going to get tricky. Where are we going to go? Safety not guaranteed. Okay, I did share now. I, Look, I can't here I am sharing it. All right. All right. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah, we just entered a new dimension. <laughs> How? Now you're going to be able to hear Look. if you put on headphones. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I have to a somehow. But if I stop, have I still, sh even if I stop watching it, I've still shared it, right? Sure. I, I, I have no idea. I don't I know. Just, I quit before I started. I'm turning it. And we can't quit. You've got to be a team player and share it. Well, okay. Well, I'd be glad to share it. I just don't, I, I don't know how to get to it. I I'm, did it. I'll tell everybody You did it. Okay, did you it. did it. All right. It, Eric, did you figure it out? I believe so. I okay. think it's on there, yeah. Well, you're the smartest guy here because you graduated from Lutheran High. What does food bar... Opinions vary. What is the food at food bar? Uh, well, you know, it, it's kind of all over the place. We've kind of settled in on the term chef-prepared meals for the home cooking crowd. Uh, you know, it's really what you might make for your own family at home if you had a, a you know, background a in, in cooking or oh. a family would help. But, you okay. know, roommates work, too, mm -hmm. you yeah. know. You yeah. don't need to be related mm -hmm. to your family, I've found. Nice. Mm -hmm. so, so if I were to go there, what, what might a special be? Our, our claim to fame is a couple of things. The, the meat and threes uh, are something we're trying to bring mm -hmm. to the city here. They're popular in other southern towns where totally. you pick your, your meat or your entree mm -hmm. and you get three sides or, right. or vegetables with right. that. Uh, so everything's fresh, everything's from scratch. And so, you know, we have a pork carnitas, beef brisket, uh, rotisserie chicken. And then we actually have uh, fresh fish we do every day. Right now we're serving pan-seared redfish. Cool. Uh, you know, so you put that with three sides, and it's a pretty good meal. Deli. Yeah, yeah, we got lots of great sandwiches and uh, salads, a salad bar, gumbos, et cetera. Okay. That's awesome. So a little something sounds, for everybody. Sounds delicious. Yeah, it would have been good if there was a little something for everybody. I should have brought something. <laughs> I wish I now I'm starving. <laughs> Hearing yeah, all yeah. that. Aren't you guys hungry now? Now we have to order something from If only we were somewhere that had food. Yeah. <laughs> How did you get started? So you've been in the restaurant business for a while. Though. I, I have. You know, my first job was washing dishes, uh, you know, growing up in high school. And it's always kind of been what, uh, While you're at you Lutheran, know, you'd be yeah, washing dishes. Who for? I fancied myself a, a, a musician back in the day. And, uh, and so, you know, figured I needed to do something that I could make money with. You know, I wasn't really good enough. To, These guys are making some money playing music. Yeah, yeah. Not what I was playing, though. What, what were you, you playing? <laughs> Mostly my guitar and, and songs that I, I wrote myself. You know, yeah. So they were all really you got, poorly look, written and sad. You got one Andy, you want yeah, to play? I let's got, do it. Seriously, I got my guitar. Yeah. If you want to, you know, wanna... it's all food these days. No, no, let's my, do one. my kids get a concert every night, and they don't throw stuff at me. That's so. cool. Hey, how, many, how many kids have you got? I have two kids. Okay, how old are they? Uh, nine and ten, oh, Oscar and Carrie Evelyn. Yeah, yeah, going into fourth and fifth grade. That's great names, Carrie Evelyn. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome, Carrie Evelyn and Oscar. Yeah. Who's got the sense of humor, you or your wife? Uh, you know, I think uh, we're both about the same. Really? She would that's say cool. me. Carrie Evelyn is a great name. So I was asking, okay, let's get the guitar out. Let's do one song. <laughs> we'll be your kids. Yeah. For the night. No, no, no. Do you play, I yeah, come on. <laughs> do you play anything at all, Veronica? You know, I don't. I played the trumpet in oh, junior high school. Wow. But not since junior high school. I think if Eric's so going to play out. something, you're going to have to play something. Oh, I can't. I don't have anything We don't want to, to end play. this thing early, do we? <laughs> come on, one song. <laughs> I think we should leave the, the you music yeah, to, the, to the musician that's in the group. I yeah. agree. I agree. <laughs> we could do home music for the home cooking crowd. What is it called? What, what is your slogan? Uh, chef prepared food for the home cooking crowd. Chef prepared food for the home cooking crowd. Okay. I like that. How did you come up with that? A few, uh, be few beers? Yeah, you just throw stuff at the wall <laughs> and see what, what sticks. Right. That's mm. how I do cooking. 
I grabbed the guitar yeah. while I was gone. Did you convince him that he would nah, play a song? I, he doesn't yeah. want to do it. I don't, I don't want <laughs> no. to make him do it. But, yeah. right. well. but you play for your kids at home, you say? I do. Well, well come yeah. on. You could do one yeah, thing Yeah, but for they us do there. all the singing. You know, they do we'll all the hard the work. Singing. We'll yeah. do the singing. <laughs> These guys are pro- fucking professional musicians. Yeah, I can, I can sing along. Yeah, okay. You play and we'll sing. Teach us one of your songs. Please. Hand it over, Andrew. It's in tune and everything because it's got the thing on it. Well, you really, I, didn't, I really don't have anything to play. Oh, you must be, whatever you play for the kids, just teach us one. Yeah. We'll do it. We're totally good. Oh, We've done know. this before. I'm a, I, even I'm a semi-professional singer. Okay. Never, well, mind, the, use never the, mind the buzzing and the headphones. It's nothing. Yeah, okay. Maybe okay. Mike should play something on the guitar. Because, yeah, you know, we've got, we've Mike, got plenty Mike. of time. Don't we worry. Got time. I'll play something. <laughs> I can play three chords, by I the way. I have nothing. How I many chords? You really put me on the Come spot. Come on, yeah. Three, three chords. Yeah. That's all we need. Three chords. G. <laughs> okay, I know that one. Oh, that's pretty good, that's actually. Awesome. I'm going to move my microphone. I seat. mentioned I got out of music, right? <laughs> that I don't I like really that. do this. You're doing great. Yeah, I like it. Okay, come on. Let's go. What are we? All right. Theoretically, you were trying to put me to sleep right now. What would What would you play? <laughs> okay. I, well, there was a song that uh, that uh, I wrote for my answering machine. <laughs> nice. Back nice. when you did, you know, you were creative with your outgoing messages. We didn't have robots to say that we weren't here and you know to disguise our voices. So. Uh, That's okay, cause if there's something you've got to say, just leave your name and number at the tone. I'll call you back as soon as I'm home. Yeah. Yeah. Leave your name and number, we'll call you back. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, that's yeah. beautiful. That was worth right. it right there. Nice, okay. Alright. Here you go. Nice work. And there's no reason why you couldn't still have that on your on your voicemail. I, I don't have any data left. <laughs> it would cost me extra, I think. <laughs> I think you can leave an outgoing right. message of any type, can't you? Uh, yeah. What's, your, what's right? on your voicemail? Oh, Anything? I'm not sure. Any, You've uh, reached probably 504, yeah, something, something, Probably something. just did the usual colloquialism. Mike, what are you doing on your phone here? I'm trying to figure this out. I'm about to give up. Yeah, give up. I'm it's giving too, up. It's too much. Joining the conversation. We need to give it, yeah, we need to give <laughs> it to somebody. Well, Veronica figured it out. How did you figure it out? Well, I, You're a graduate I refreshed the, several times, and then uh, it appeared. You just kept refreshing? Yes, and then it appeared. Right, maybe I'll refresh. Maybe Alison can figure it out for you. Yeah, it should be up at the website, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe, maybe Veronica can do it for you. Okay, Alison's on. Alison's on. Uh, it should be at the top, shouldn't it? Yeah. I'll keep refreshing then. It might be because you're not on the app. Mm. Oh, this is not the app. Oh, there's a difference between the app and the browser on a phone. Uh, we figured, yes, we, yes, you can't be on your browser on the phone. I think you have to be on the actual app. Yeah. Good answer, Alex. Oh, good answer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you just have to quit. Unless you want to download the whole app and all that bullshit. Watch this. I'll take about two seconds. All right. Okay, you can do that. Okay, moving right along, I'll come back to Just you. Just like a when I go to dinner f- with my girlfriend. What happens? I'm on the phone, she's eating dinner. Is that right? She's I, like, I feel we have this, well, actually, we have this rule now. We're not allowed to take our phones to dinner. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. So you can be a human. Yeah. yeah. I see these people at dinner. Don't you see this? We have these yeah. two people. You see it all the time. You have a restaurant. Yeah. There's people 
both of them are sitting there. They're sitting there yes. partying on phones. Why go out to some dinner with somebody if you're going to sit there and look at your phone? How long have you guys been together? 13 years. 13. Yeah. Yeah. So you have Lucky. then received the text from the other room. You oh, know, yeah. Br- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring me a <laughs> glass of water. That has happened. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> Usually just we're messing with each other. Really? You have that? How long Good. have you been married? Uh, well, I've been with my wife 17 years. 17? Nice. Okay. Yeah. Veronica, what's your situation? You're looking for someone? I am. Okay. I am. I am. These um, boys can help you. I'm finally <laughs> ready. And uh, here what in was, New Orleans. What was holding you back? You know, uh, well, I'm a life and business coach, so I'm going to be straight up and honest. I did a lot of work on myself first. And, you were um, pretty fucked up to begin with? You know, <laughs> one might say, no. Uh, you know, I, I just decided that I wanted to be the best me and work on myself as far as how I show up with myself in a relationship. So um, I just got into my personal development. And also, I'm on my third career, which I love. And third I, career? Yes. Shit. And that's, I think I was waiting to move to New Orleans. Mm. So that was always a dream of mine. I visited New Orleans 18 times over 23 years. Mm. What? Before making it really? home. So I think so it's So what here. held you back from moving if you were a life coach? Well, you weren't a life coach then, were you? Or were you? Well, that's such a great question. I've been a life coach for... Thank you. Just... <laughs> How long have we been on the air? Finally asked a good question. <laughs> Thank you. Well, yes. because it was coaching that got me to New Orleans, Grant. It was? Yes. How come? Well, I've been a life coach for 13 years, and it was something that my coach said to me. Hang on. You were a life coach in Los Angeles? I was a life coach in Los Angeles. For 13 for years. For 13 years, yeah. And Mike's been with his girlfriend for 13 years. Is That's there right. Is there something in that, Andrew? <laughs> there will be. The okay, let's we keep going. Synchronicity. Keep going. Okay. Out the code. Well, it was, it was something my coach said. She was tired of hearing me talk about New Orleans and how much I wanted to live there. And she said, you know, she just got real with me. And she said, Veronica, there's nothing in the way uh, of your dream other than yourself. And she said, what are you waiting for? And I realized I was, I was waiting on myself. You know, I was waiting for permission. I was waiting for evidence I wouldn't fail and that oh, you can't um, fail here yeah. Did you, didn't and, you know that and finally I pulled the trigger and um, I'm, I haven't looked back it's been four and a half years and okay. I'm so happy this is my my number one place to call home now yeah where were you before that in Los Angeles I also love Los Angeles I lived in uh, Los Angeles worked at the University of Santa Monica which is where I have my master's in spiritual psychology I love my community back there and uh, I do is miss California <laughs> Is anybody going to say something about spiritual psychology? No questions. Or am I going to have to do it? Go Any ahead, questions? Grant. Get in there. Okay. What? What in the world is that? Spiritual psychology. Yeah. Isn't that sort of an oxymoron or whatever the word? Well, you might think so, but you know, honestly, the root word of the root word psyche means spirit. So ah. spiritual psychology brings back the soul into the study of, of mind and emotions, of thoughts and emotions. So it's a, a, a fantastic program. Um, well, finally, we've got someone to ask these questions. Where does yes. our soul come from? Well, yeah, is there, is Where there? do you guys think it comes from? I don't know. I'm not sure, but I want to back up. To, are you are you suggesting that there is no soul in science, just objectively speaking? I think there's soul in everything. Okay, good, good yeah. answer. Yeah. When you say everything, does that include every living object, or just? I, I think there's spirit and energy in in everything and everyone and mm. every. And is that the place. same thing as a soul? Though? Well, perhaps not, but I do think that each living person has a soul. You think they do? I do. And when they're not living, where is it? 
it's off doing something else. Yeah. Like what? You'd have to ask them. Maybe ref- <laughs> I don't know. I haven't died yet. Running well, maybe I have. Ground. So what do they teach you when you do a master's in spiritual psychology? Surely that's got to be one of like 101, doesn't it? Where it, is the soul is, coming from? Uh, you know, it's, it's less um, theory and more practical application. So it's a, a two-year program where um, you work on yourself. You're your, you're your own client for two years. And you're using these principles and practices of spiritual psychology to grow and transform and to really answer the questions like, why am I on the planet? Who am I? And how do I want to make a more meaningful difference in my life and in my world? And can we come up with an answer for these questions, each one of us? We I would love to know but we, everybody, everybody can come up, not just listen here, but everyone listening to us and everyone in the world Absolutely. can come up with an answer about why we're here. Individually, we each have an individual reason to be here. Well, that, that's, you know, listen, I, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I experienced oh. for myself. Yeah, I don't know if it's true. I thought you knew. <laughs> I would never say that I know 100% that it's true. I can only go by my own experience and what I've experienced. So everything could be absolutely pointless then? It could be. It could be. Okay. Grant, I hope not. So much for that. Didn't you think, I thought we were going to get a breakthrough here, (laughs) that you were going to tell us what we're doing here? At the happy hour. Grant, what would your, if it was was true, what would you say your purpose is? I would love someone to tell me. I thought you were going to be able to say there was a way to figure it out. Well, let me ask you it a different way. Okay. If there was one one thing you wanted to be known for or one message that you have for others, what would it be? Hmm, one message that I had for other people mm-hmm. would be don't be so serious. I Take it that. easy. That would be my message. What would yours be, Eric? Uh, be sure to eat at the food bar at 1522. <laughs> Robert E. Lee, we have sandwiches. That's a good message. Okay, what's, you know, what's yours then, Veronica? These things are important. What's your message for the world? You know, my message is to love, to, ah, to do the work, to love yourself and love others. Okay, Andrew? Oh, damn. I didn't know I was going around the wall. I'm going around the, all the way. Mike's the luckiest person because he's Holy got time shit. to figure it out. Can you, can, can you, re- Go back can you, to can you give me the, the What was the question, question again? again? Yeah. If there was one thing you wanted to be known for, oh. that you, like a message you have uh-huh. for others when you leave the planet, they okay. want to remember you by, what would that be? Damn. Uh, I mean, it feels like like you said, you're always getting to know yourself, right? So this, this like one finite message feels strange, but I guess I would want people to know that I spent my time trying to write something honest that might make us all feel united or discover that for myself that we were all united, you know? That's beautiful. So honesty, can you, authenticity. Can you shorten that down a little bit? Well, I heard honesty, authenticity, I hate that authenticity. And connection. Why do you hate it? I don't know what authentic, like authentic to what? Am I an authentic human? Sure. But like, what does that mean? You know, you're authentic by having fronts and, and being uh, uh, socially awkward. But the, like, what's authentic means? I don't know. You know? Well, what about, what, what about would it mean for you? Gen- genuineness, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I think honesty is good. I think trying to be honest about your human experience in hopes that that you know nakedness might help other people be more secure with their own nakedness and maybe live more honestly themselves somehow but that is know? way too complex for a single message to get yeah it's my first draft sorry yeah. about this. <laughs> so what so how can you shorten that veronica I, I just heard, oh, I'm going to use the word genuineness, like that Genuine. you show up in who you are, in your vulnerability. You said your nakedness. So you're not literally going to get naked, are you? 
No. Not this. Okay. That's my job. Uh-huh. <laughs> you like to get Wait naked your turn, or? Mike. Wait your turn. I used yeah. to. You used to take your clothes off on stage? Yep. All of them? Back in my back when I was a millennial. You did? Yeah. You took all I was the first off. millennial ever back in nineteen ninety. <laughs> <laughs> Before there was a millennium. Yes, exactly. What happened then? Was, was there dancing or was there smearing of things? There was chocolate there? syrup and yeah. uh, random male appendages flying everywhere. It was, just, is, it was usually a, a sword fight of sorts. Uh-huh. This is in your own band? Oh, yeah, back in the old days. And what was the name of the band? Billy Goat. Billy Goat. Yeah. Has that survived on YouTube? No, no, it's pre-YouTube. You yeah, can't so get away with that kind of stuff anymore unless yeah. you're like... They don't Place make them they like they used phones. to. Yeah. Yeah. Life was fun before these things. That's right. Yeah. So, so I got two questions for you. One is, what's your message for the world they're going to leave behind like the rest of us? You know, I think you just got to live your life and do what you love. And I love playing music. And with my music, I just try to dig deeper every day. You know, I love doing what I do, and I dig deeper every day. Mm. I practice pretty much off and on all day today. Mm. Hey, that was going to be what Coltrane did. Next question, yeah, because you're a percussionist. Yeah, which is when you watch someone play like you, it's like you can't. When you watch someone play the piano, or you watch them play the flute, you can see what they're doing. When you watch someone play the drums, you can't figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? It's it looks so simple, but it's absolutely complex. It's the, simple it, complexity. I like that. It lo- that you know, it's so, like you listen to an Elliot Smith song. You're talking about a song. You know, to me, I mm. love Elliot Smith. You know, and mm. he's already gone. Mm. He, he he left the planet. Right. But talking about an honest guy, you know, and like mm-hmm. all that music, people just listen to. You go to Starbucks now, you hear it. But you know, 20 years ago, you didn't hear it in Starbucks. Right. You know? yeah. But to play like you do, and like, can you learn that? Yeah. I rhythm. Think, can you learn rhythm? Rhythms in everyone. It's the man, the pirate masters that tell you you can't, you know. But you can learn to play the guitar and you can learn to play the piano. But I'm not sure that you can. T- can you teach? Well, I don't know if you can learn to play the guitar. That's why I ended up playing drums. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, not really. I wanted to no. play drums ever since I was a kid. Right. In fact, I got a trombone when I was 10 in fifth grade, and they they made you play a wind instrument for the first year before you could switch to drums. But I was a manip- manipulative little fuck at 10 years old, so I took my trombone after about three months and destroyed it. The band director was like, wow, it's so ruined, you're going to have to play drums. Wow. Yeah. That's an impressive way of yeah. getting your own way. So you were a punk yeah. from the beginning. I guess. Smack the trombone to pieces. Hey, should we get the vibe set up or should we just listen to something? What do you think is the best thing? I don't know. Well, it would be more fun. Probably go but, grab the vibes. That might but, take me five minutes of being disappeared you know, sure. in my okay. Well, yeah, we? you can set it up right here. I, I say yeah, go for it. Yeah, let's do it. it. Okay, know? we'll keep the conversation going. Well, do you yeah, mind doing it? I don't mind doing do it. Do you need a hand? Mm. Do we need someone to send Allison with you? Allison will help. She's the strongest person here, actually. No, I'm good. Okay. It's all set up. I just got to move some things out, pull it out, and then I'll roll it in. Sweet. Okay, all right. You know what's interesting about what you were just asking, though, is Mike and I have something in common, which is we both employed used the same the same drummer for uh i don't know the past year or so um max Samanovic played with both of our our bands um and he's playing with both of us less these days because now he's playing with miranda lambert but he's you know a really uh-huh. really great musician and and probably the guy who taught me about drums in the sense that you know you can play the same song five people can play the same song 
and they can play the same part on drums, but they all feel it differently. And there's mm-hmm. there is a different groove to everybody's. They might play it more in front or more in back, or they but they they all literally feel the same rhythm a different way. Huh. And uh, and that's that's a amazing thing to feel from people. You know, yeah. uh, just like you're you're just marking time. You're not even making notes generally when you're a percussionist. That's what's that's what not, I'm saying. It's, it's like, not tones. It's just yeah. beats. It is tones. But but you're not ne- necessarily playing a one four five that's on what I mean. the song. It looks so you're playing. You're marking yeah. time. And so to consider how musical people like Mike can be by just marking time. That's what I'm talking about. Is, it looks so simple, but it's incredible. really complex. Yeah. When so you speaking, speaking of our own mortality and all that shit, drummers know what's up. Uh, I think I saw the, uh, uh, there was a drummer at uh, Bayou Boogaloo who had a shirt that said something like, uh, we make time passing feel fun. Ah, shit, it was so much more. It was more eloquent than that. But I, just, I love that idea that drums are just making the ever decaying mortality feel fun like there it goes again <laughs> there it goes oh, whoops there it goes again you know older again but you know marking it is, is yeah. such an interesting thing yeah time so hey Veronica when you were in Los Angeles you were a television and film producer I yes my first career for 12 years was producing TV TV so, producer um, what did you produce anything we watched you know I'm 48 and at that time when I was producing TV I was do you remember the movie The Weeks like the remember like lifetime TV movies, movie of the weeks, and they oh, air movie like of the Sunday week. night, That's Monday night. That's what you call them if you're in the business. Movie of the, the weeks. weeks. Movie of the weeks. M O W. Movie of so the weeks. So I did a lot of, yeah, you of, did a lot the, of those you know, things. lifetime drama. That was mostly ABC, when a kid was like after school special type things. Well, they were a little bit more. It was like disease of the week type things. Well, Someone kind had of. a cancer you know, they were, show. They were like based on true stories, but they were dramatized. Right. So right. I did those. And um, I did two movies in Eastern Europe and former communist countries back in 1993 and 94. And what were they called? Uh, one film was called Fatherland. It was with Rucker Hauer and Miranda Richardson. It did win a Golden Globe. Well, congratulations. Yeah. So, I mean, for Miranda won, I think Miranda won the Golden Globe, if I remember. Rutger so we shot Howell, in He was Prague. like a movie star for a while there. <laughs> remember him? No. He Blade was Runner. A, he was an How a, old are yeah, you? Yeah, Blade Runner. <laughs> 32 as of last year. Have week. you ever seen Blade, Blade Go Runner? Go Netflix, Blade Runner. Oh, my okay. goodness. Is it on Netflix? Probably. Oh, my. Have you seen Blade Runner? I have. Isn't it awesome? It was a good, it was a good film. Yeah, it's a great That's kind of like Tron without neon lights, right? I've never seen Tron. Have you seen Tron? No, I don't know. No, is that supposed to be a joke or is that? It was. It was a joke because I haven't joke. seen yeah, either. So but I remember <laughs> what Tron looked like. I can't remember it. There was an Atari game Tron. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. That, that and, pretty and, much was and the I extent think that of was my the, knowledge. That was the. Wasn't that the impetus, or maybe vice versa, for the movie? Wasn't the movie like the guys on the motorcycles that were kind of neon on a grid and whatnot? I, you know. No. What? Th- how does Blade Runner. Blade Runner is like futuristic Los Angeles. What would I mean? Basically, okay. what is. Were there vampires? And it was one of Harrison no, Ford's no, first films. Yeah, there's no vampires in it. No, I might be thinking of something. You think it might be <laughs> Silent Green or Man. something? We're and really coming up with a great uh, film uh, idea here, though. Just putting all these it? misunderstood <laughs> movies we haven't seen together. We should go though. pitch Good it. Good idea. Yeah. We have a movie producer. You don't want to produce any more films. You know, I, I really enjoyed it, but I got to a place where I asked myself, is this what I really want to do? Is this aligned with how, you know, how, like, do I love doing this? And, you know, I. I did to a degree, and you know my career was successful on paper, you know, and I was doing well. But I did a lot of soul searching and decided that I wanted to directly make a difference in people's lives, and that's when I went and got my master's and began coaching. Okay. 
You don't think entertaining people and making them happy is? Well, yeah. Because that's mean, what it, we're doing. You I'm know, looking for some I reason love, to keep going. I love entertainment. And I, you know, I, Grant, keep going. What I'm if sure I, what if I gave up reasons. to do something more useful in people's lives? That's what you're talking about. That's what you want to do. You it's think not, you're helping it's more not people? that it wasn't more useful. It was just that it wasn't my calling anymore. So hmm. I love entertaining. I love TV. I love music. I love New Orleans. That's why I'm here. It's just the joy and What about combining with that and doing a New Orleans-based TV show about love? Good. Great idea. I love New Orleans. You could start on it. What, have you thought about doing a television I thing for yourself? I haven't lately. I haven't lately, but, you know, I, I'm having a love affair with New Orleans, so who knows what will happen? Who knows what creative projects will come Having a love affair out. with New Orleans. Wait till you see what's going on here. <laughs> Look at this. Here comes Mike Dillon with his vibes. Dude, that is awesome. Wow. Wow. Okay. This is so great. Hopefully we can mic this up so we can hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I think we can. Well, you know what? I could go. I could go get my little cable and run it to you direct. You want to do that? That'd be better. I think we can mic this thing, honestly. We have, we have cables. Man, look what, at this. Now, what is this called again? Uh, this is either a xylophone or a vibraphone, depending on whether or not it has vibrato, I think. I hope it does that, that sound you were yeah, telling actually, us about. Yeah, it's got a pedal down there, it's so the, I imagine it is a vibraphone. It's the vibes. Yeah. It is a great... I cannot believe you just got that whole thing set up in one second. Cool. Okay. Eric, this might change your life today as well. It could. It could. I, I think I had some records in my parents' uh, collection that was all... Vibraphones or, or xylophones. Oh, wow. yeah. Lionel Hampton or <laughs> someone. Apparently, they were very yeah. popular in the fifties. It's a beautiful instrument. It's a it's a sort of a jazz instrument, initially until until Mike got his hands on it. Actually, think about how you could say "I'm not home" with that. There, there's definitely a part in there. Oh, we can see if Mike can do a version of of "I'm not home." I like it's got. Do you do this sort of thing yourself normally, or do you have a tech person? Do you have a tech person? Sometimes, when I'm lucky. Most of the time, I do it myself. Right. It looks like you Part know Part of the it's... ritual. That's right. Wow, wait. How cool is this? And here's some pedals. Okay. So, while we have a minute, Veronica, you, you have a thing coming up this weekend. I do. If you're I, listening I to do. this or watching this before, what date is it? I have an event on June 10th, this Saturday, from 11 a.m. to 3 at Altamora Restaurant in Magnolia Mansion. It is fully, it's at capacity. So here's sold what it out. is. It is so it, it, well, sold out in the sense of it's complimentary. But I have 50 women who are confirmed to have RSVP'd. It's an, a coaching event as a gift to women in New Orleans. It's so you're called, not going to meet a guy doing this. Well, maybe the you next one will be the guys. next one. Yeah. <laughs> That's my next one. Good I idea. love it. This guys. one is uh, about create your best life for women. Okay. It's empowering women in New Orleans. So we're going to have lots of fun. It's going to be uplifting. And we're going to get real about what's in the way of, of them having and creating their best lives. So you've got 50 women already signed up for this thing. I do. And it's free. It is. So it's how are you making any money out of this thing? You know, this is, not for money. this is, my intention is not to make money from this. My intention is to be in service, um, to share what I do with people and really uh, support women in this, in this case. And if women are interested in learning about my coaching and how I work with people one-on-one, -on -one, I'm going to have longer conversations okay. with them. Okay. All right. So and men. So uh, can I ask you guys something? Ask Eric. 
Eric. Yes. So just now, I decided in July I'm doing a Create Your Best Life for Men in mm. New Orleans. Okay, Mike, for catch company up day. with us. So yes. Veronica's doing Start again and tell Mike this as well. So in July, <laughs> I'm doing an event for 50 men. 50. The, you guys are the first four enrolled, okay. I hope. And it's called Create Your Best. Actually, if I had a theme for men to support you in your life, what would the theme be? If I was going to coach you and coach... 46 other men, what would, what would the Look theme be? Look at Andrew's be? face. I hope you're getting a photo. Andrew? <laughs> Shocking. Uh, what would damn. make a difference? If you're looking for uh, 40-something-year-old fathers like me, I'd be, uh, probably a good title is, Where to Find Some Peace and Quiet in the House on a Weekday Evening. Mm. Mm. And what would that do be for a you? a whole weekend you, of that? If you, had, <laughs> if you did get any, that peace and quiet... Any, you know, it, it would just give me a, an opportunity to better understand the voices in my head, I think. Because generally with the kids screaming and everything, it gets pretty muddled. I hear you. Is, that, is that what you're looking you. for? Yeah. <laughs> what about killing the kids? It's out of the question. I've already... Can't do you know, that. You're keeping time up. to start drinking right now. Yeah. See, luckily, so, when you work in a restaurant all day and there's draft beer and wine, ah, you know, you have full yeah, access. Yeah, and, indeed. Uh, <laughs> what so about is, you, Andrew? Uh, well, I'm, I guess my devil's advocate question would be if, you're, if there's a life coach for a bunch of men, shouldn't it be a man? Why do you think so? Uh, well, because women are from Mars and we're from Venus or the other well, way around. I forget which planetary. The other way around. There yeah. is truth to that. There is truth to that. But it's like I'm not coaching and being, a, you know, I'm not coaching you on being a man per se. Right. Uh -huh. So I'm coaching you on the areas where you're stuck uh -huh, right. emotionally, okay. mentally, spiritually. Okay. So I coach surgeons and I coach actors and I coach single moms and I'm not any one of those. Three so why things. has it been all women? Why is this one all men? That's the best question of all. Why, 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 why was it all women and why is it now sex? all men? Well, it doesn't have to be. Mm. But this, this, this is my first complimentary event for anyone in New Orleans in four years since I've become a resident. So I just felt called. You know, I, I, I'm a woman. I love women. And, um, you know, I did the Women's March in D.C. this January, and it really inspired me to ask myself, how can I support women in empowering themselves and living a life that's truly joyful for them and fulfilling? Mm -hmm. And that's so. This is the first one that I'm doing, and maybe the next one will be co-ed. I don't mm -hmm. know. Okay. Other, other separate things. Other, is it that different being a man or a woman, or empowering you, yourself? And you know, when it comes means, right. You know, I coach a lot of men. Actually, I coach a lot of men abroad. In um, abroad. Yeah, I have clients in Singapore and Korea, and they're you know male what? executives. So, How do you know, they find you? Um, through referral, through referral, and I have a few corporate clients. Um, like Facebook is one of my clients, so that's what? how they first Wait came up. my way. Facebook is your client. Yes, one of them. Facebook yes. in Silicon Valley, the Facebook, <laughs> not <laughs> not like the food. The Facebook. Not like the food <laughs> Facebook or something. Facebook.co. Yeah. What do you mean? Facebook is my client. Well, That's I mean, the craziest most thing. of my clients, down, yeah, actually. most of my clients are private one-on-one -on -one clients, but I, I am an executive coach for global sales leaders for Facebook. So they're, they are, Facebook is one of my clients. But back what? to your question, Grant. And you don't even know how to sign on. No, I don't. 
They're not part of the IT. Why did we call somebody at Facebook and ask them? They're not coaching me. That's hilarious. So that's pretty serious. I mean, of all the people in America, or the world, in fact, they could have hired to be a Well, they, have a, they have a number of great coaches that work with them. What do you do with them? Well, to answer your question, like, are men and women different in this sense? And, Grant, I find that we all have, you know, we all have um, the same challenges, so to speak, the same limiting beliefs or insecurities and fear that we're not enough or we're not lovable or we're not going to succeed or that we're going to be alone. And, and that's the same in, in leaders, you know, around the world. It's like they're afraid of failing and they're afraid of who they are if they're not their why are numbers. People, why are people afraid of failing? What do they think is going to happen to them? If we, what do we think is going to happen to us if we fail? What do you guys think? What you, what's your worst well, fear if you fail? Well, I'm Nothing. asking you. You're the... <laughs> I don't know. What, what, what's the commonality that you're finding among all the human beings on Earth? That to, what, I'm, what I'm finding in my clients, I'll just speak to that, and, and people that I do the work that I do, that fear of failure ultimately, well, if you, it's like you have to ask yourself, well, what's next? If I fail, then what? What would that mean about me or about my world? And it generally comes down to some version of, like, I'm not, I'm not okay, like there's something wrong with me and I'm lacking and I'm not enough or and I'm not going to be safe. I'm going to be alone. So that's generally what it is. And it's um, a fear of, of being alone is one thing because that's your, you know, being alone. You're not going to be alone if you get fired from your job. You're not well, going to be alone you if know, you fail at the sports event or something. Well, what, what is sure. It? But if you take it, if you really go deep inside, it's like, well, if I, if there's something wrong with me, what, what, what are the, um, consequences of that. Like, will I not be able to support myself? Will I not be accepted by others? Right. So it starts to, that's what, what I mean by well, alone. What, am I not going to be able to support myself? Sounds like a pretty reasonable thing to worry about to me. Yeah. It, but well, true, am I not going to be accepted true. by others? Sounds like a pointless thing to worry about. It's two very different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not everyone has the same level of that experience. We're not, and I'm not even saying that everyone has those, those limiting beliefs. But I have found a through line with people, whether they're wildly successful or not, to have some version of, of um, an area where they can work on accepting themselves and really, really embrace like, the beautiful qualities that they have, that they're enough, that they're lovable, that they're... Perfect. Really, I, that there's nothing that they need to comp, you know, compensate for. So, like the work I do is about getting people reference inwardly versus outwardly, and really listening to their own inner wisdom and um, standing in the truth of who they are and in their in, in their enoughness, and then going out in the world and being a powerhouse and making a difference and so, living the life that they want. What's the difference between your heart and your head when you say listen to your heart instead of your head? What does that mean? Well, for me, listening to your heart is, is not necessarily that emotional, you know, kind of ups and downs that we have, that emotional mm-hmm. realm. It's more listening to your truth, listening to mm-hmm. what you love and what is meaningful to you. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to your head, you know, that's where strategy happens. That's where thoughts happen of, you know, it's, it's, it, the head is great. I mean, but I like to work with people in the head being in service to the heart. You know, mm-hmm. it's, the, 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 our minds are important. Mike. You know, when we started this conversation before I ducked out and got this thing, you know, it was all about like our spiritual purpose and everything we're talking about is awesome today because I thought we we're just going to be sitting here selling ourselves, but we're actually digging a little deeper. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, and you know, you're talking about your head, you know, like for me, 
seeing people that started in music school, say with me, when I was 18, there were a lot of people that were great. A lot of people more talented than me, than me but their brains told them that they weren't any good and people right. would quit doing it and giving up on themselves. You know, I think, whereas if you're just living in the moment and following your heart, because I mean, I had this joke, I, like, I, I, I shot dope for 12 years. Mm. And when I quit doing it, a friend of mine, they said, don't listen to a word that your brain's telling you. Your brain's fucking crazy right now. Just do your thing and don't trust it. So that was like a prime example of like getting into breathing and meditating. Mm. Just to shut down the brain, you know, Engelhart, you know, what's that, uh, The Power of Now, you know, that's a famous that, book. That everyone, Tolle, yeah, yeah, Tolle. You know, it's just like, don't listen to that crazy brain. Some people, it's more extreme than others. They're just going nuts all the time. Mm. You know, you'll hear that like in addiction or whatever, you know, a diseased brain. But, mm. you know, that's one reason why addicts and artists and people like myself like drugs and drinking so much. Because why? It shuts down your brain. Right. It chills you out to where you can just... As my acupuncturist says, breathe, yeah. you right. know? So to me, if I focus on my breath and just stay in the now and do it, you're gonna keep getting better. Everything when, comes back to me. When you were doing drugs, did it work? Oh yeah, at first, but, but then the, uh, uh, if you use the pawn shop analogy, it's some high interest to pay and it stops mm. working. That, that's the problem, you know, heroin's mm. great at first. That's why everyone who does it usually don't ever quit doing it. You know, right. they're not able to stop. What's the but it stops working. I mean, you know, why do you think Kurt Cobain blew his brains out? I don't know. But if he was high and happy, it, you know, I know when heroin started for me, it was great. Then it became living hell. Right. And the, the trick was getting out of it. So to me, it's no different than if you're like doing heroin or eating all the time or shopping all the time or like sexing all the time we're looking at your phone all the time you know our brains tend to be obsessed yeah so when i hear you talking about life coaching or my friend who's been meditating for 20 years or the it's, it's all that way to find that little what we started the conversation about that single truth we're looking for mm. do you find playing music takes mm. you out of it yeah i mean that's why like for me it was easier to quit drugs because i had music and mm. you know music is just a natural meditative thing we all get into it whether you're doing what you do or i'm sure. sitting there playing my tabla for 30 minutes in the morning drinking coffee it's, there's a ritual right you know and i think that's what the society in general lacks that's why we have a trump right now mm. why because we don't have any ritual true ritual we have the ritual of money and worshiping wealth i mean come on everyone because we don't, don't have a spiritual Rituals? Not everyone. I'm not going to go absolute. I have no dogma either. But I think that's one reason why, if you think about it, what, what's the fear? Like, most people are on meds of some sort that's to true. shut down our brain. Right. You know, and I'm not, believe me, every brain is like a thumbprint. I heard this from a doctor. So that makes sense. You got to find what works for every brain. Mm -hmm. Right. That's why I'm not going to be a doctor and say, oh, man, meds are stupid. Quit them, you know. But there is something to be said if, like, but most people are self-medicating, and you're right, in some way in or other. In some way, smoking Whether it's weed going or going to the gym. Going to the gym. I right. mean, I like to run now. You know, that was another thing I did when I quit doing drugs. Right. I started running all the time. That's a, that's a form of medication, but it's better for you. It's right, way right? better, right? Well, you said it's, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to quiet the, you know, to quiet your brain and to, to stop hearing the, you know, 
the things telling you you can or whatever. I mean, I mean, yeah, you, you think said with that the, too, right? Yeah, I mean, but and then so you know, you have we live in a culture where everybody's turned on twenty four seven. You know, usually self imposed. But whereas you know, maybe our parents' generation, there was a little bit more quiet uh, time available just by default. Yeah. After and so, five, yeah. the office closed. So, right. but now you know, exactly. it needs to be it needs to be forced. So if you don't have you know your drums to play or or your guitar or or whatever, you know, people are looking for those things to force that quiet because culture doesn't give it to you on its own it's like time off from work you know people tell you if you don't take your vacation you have to take it there's not a good time to to do it you know right. the, and so if you don't find ways to you know find that that time to the side uh to quiet the the brain a little bit you know well you've said something pretty interesting there because people are scared to take time off now mm -hmm. people are scared to take a vacation they're scared to not look at their phone or go out to dinner without their phone because you might miss something. Yeah. Something could happen. So we're all caught in this, on this treadmill now. And I think it's, it's difficult to get off of it. Well, I, I really love what you said about ritual because your, yours is connecting with something that you love, right? Music. And I think, that, I think that's the key. Like if you can create a ritual that gets you, you, know, that gets you to slow down inside, that connects with something that you love, you can you can live a more fulfilled life. Yeah. Right. What about That's what you're coaching people to do? Just to find that. You know. Whatever that piece is. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm coaching people in what it is they want more of in their lives. Right. Yeah. So there's different you know dimensions to that, and there's so it's not my agenda; it's really my client's agenda. But when we really get to play big, it's both outer goals. So you might want to write a book or be successful or you know, create a family or what have you, but it's also that inward journey. It's like, what am I here to learn? You know, what am I about? And what am I here to heal? Yeah. You know? I want to ask you something in a minute, which is why successful people aren't happy, which is something that I've never quite understood, but maybe you can explain that. But first of all, why don't we make you play something? Mike? You want me to play something? Yes. Play something. The great Mike Dillon is here. Kids, here we go. What do you want to play? Can you keep those on? Yeah. All right. All right. This is the damper bar. The damper bar. Okay. So do you have a background in piano at all to play that? I was horrible at piano. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same principle. Except with ten fingers, you have four fingers. Okay. We're in for a treat here. Okay. If I can get it working. There we go. <laughs> I think the announcements are starting. <laughs>
Nice. What was it? Well, I started off with the uh, little part of an Elliott Smith song, and I ended with the Thelonious Monk Blues called Mysterioso. Oh, nice. It seemed to fit the mood. Beautiful. Of uh, the mysteries of life. Beautiful. It's really What did you think, Thank you guys? You. I loved it. That's very cool. Very cool. I mean, you literally, like, you know, each hand has two mallets, so there's, you know, there's impressive things going on there with the spacing to hit, you know, two yeah. at a time, and, you know, yeah, it's a really, really beautiful articulation on an instrument that I think most people would look at and just be completely lost, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It looks, what could be, <laughs> what could be easier than just hitting a stick on a, on a thing, right? But, you know, kids it's, everywhere, you know, it all starts drum corps all over the country and uh, drum corps, drum corps all over the country. That's a great place. But that's what I'm saying. It looks so easy. It's not easy to do. Well, you got to sit around and practice. But I've spent, I've done my 10,000 hours. You have. And yeah. I played a few clams just now, but who cares? That's yeah. the other good thing about getting older. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. don't beat up on yourself. You're like, oh, it's like James Joyce said, mistakes are the portal of discovery. That's right. Mm, that's a good that. one for you. Yeah. Veronica. Mm. Okay, what have we got time to do here now? Is, Not much. This Andrew, is fun. Man, so got, is, is, is the hour nearly over? It's almost up. Wow! Almost I know. It goes don't worry, quickly. The half, the half, I, half price appetizers continue. That's All right. Two more Come hours. down here and have a beer right. and some burgers. Hit the bar. <laughs> Veronica, what is it? I did want to add, even though yes. my event's full, it, someone could come out. So if there is a woman listening that would like to participate in Create Your Best Life this Saturday, please go to my website at veronicaalweiss.com. So V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A-A-L-W-E-I-S-S dot C-O-M. And okay. you can email me there. Yeah. Okay, so there's room. They might be someone might drop out. We never know. Yeah, we never know. So, right. what are the uh, the no show factor like in these things? You know, these women are amazing, and this event was shared in a heartfelt way from one woman to a friend, and they all seem really excited about being there. Is so. there Italian food involved? In it? There isn't. <laughs> But why is it an Italian restaurant? Well, they're amazing. Altamora has been fantastic. They want to. They want more people to know about the restaurant and okay. their space. So they've been so kind to open up the restaurant before hours for me. And they are the. So I have a wonderful uh, caterer named Kina Joshua who's going to be making really healthy food for our women. And then after my event's over, it'll be the happy hour will be opened earlier for the women that want to stay and have the Italian food. Okay. So they will get a chance. Have you been there? Eric to Altamura. I haven't. I haven't. Been Where do you there. like I'm, to go and eat out when you go out? You know, I don't. I don't spend a lot of time eating out as much as uh, since we have our restaurant. But uh, you know, we have our favorites around town, like anybody else. New Orleans tends to be a, a city of uh, habits, and uh, you know, people have their routines that they go on, and you know that that's kind of we're we're trying to get into people's routine because right. even even where we are, even though there's not a lot of other restaurants. Um, you is know, it, it's a it's a challenge to kind of get into. Is that the, why you chose to do it open out there? Because there's nothing else out there. Well, I, it's my neighborhood. You know, I, I live out there with my family, and uh, I, I live in my grandparents' house, and so I've been out there. You know, pretty much my entire life. Right. And so uh, we need it. You know, I mean, we we there's started nothing. our family, like I said, right. ten years ago, and you know, other than fast food and pizza, there's not a lot of opportunities for fresh. Uh, you know, mm. prepared foods, and uh, that so that's what we're trying to provide. Just you know, food that that's not I wouldn't say health food, but it's going to be uh, healthier 
than fast food and pizzas just because of the way it's prepared and local ingredients and all that. And it's mostly people in the neighborhood or UNO students? or it's, You know, we have a little bit of everything. We have a lot of government buildings out there and banks uh, and the, by UNO, and we have several universities and high schools, and then, of course, our, our community, the lakefront neighborhood as well. And uh, it's a little bit of everything. And you can get stuff to go. You can eat in the restaurant. You know, it's, it's really whatever you're looking for. We try to be a lot of things to a lot of different people. Which government is out there? Uh, you've got the USDA is out there. Uh, the FBI headquarters FBI. is out on the lakefront. Yeah. So I could go to the food bar. And and I at any, at yeah. any given time, I got about uh, you know five armed people in the restaurant. Luckily, oh, they're, not trying, they're, luckily they're not trying yeah. to rob me. Yeah. Right <laughs> this would be a great way to meet guys in the FBI. Yeah. 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 That's right. It's all part, of, all part of my The all food part of my bar. Yeah. F-U-D. Yeah. F-U-D bar. Yeah. Okay, Andrew, you want to play something before we get out of here? What do you think, everybody? I can't do it. It's up to you. I think so. Okay. What okay. do you guys oh. think? Love it. I think yeah. so. Where are you playing okay. next, Andrew? Where am I playing next? Uh, um, the next place I will play is Atlanta. All right. I'm yeah. at Tips this Friday. Oh, nice. Oh, you're at yeah. Tipitina's on Friday, and it's yeah. free, I bet. It's free. Yeah, and with Johnny Vodakovich tonight at DBA, and tomorrow cool. night at Maple Leaf, and then Johnny Sketch Saturday. That's killer. And yeah. then you're <laughs> and then you're off on the road. Then I'm home for Most a couple of. weeks, then I leave. Yeah, so. You're all over the country all the time. Yep. I'm so excited that you're here, actually. Thanks for having yeah, me. It was awesome. Awesome. So Thanks great. for coming, I didn't know yeah, what the heck I was stepping into. I know. It's that's nice the best meeting all you folks. so great to meet you You can come back. You know, we're here all the time. I will. I know where you are now. Okay, All right, Andrew, Andrew you play us a song. All right, well, I'm going to adhere to my custom of playing you something new here, you know, uh, which makes me nervous because Mike's here. But you know. See what's happening. Check this out. When I sleep, I see a cabin in my mind A simple home right in the middle of nowhere I don't know where it is or what waits for me inside I guess I just ain't quite ready to go there what if none of my love songs ever come true? Half in black and half in blue. What if none of these love songs ever come true? Half about my freedom and half about you. Thought of that first line on the ferry from Algiers Said I should write it down when I told it to you When I finally had a first draft, we hadn't spoken years Even now it feels there's so much left to do What if none of these love songs ever come true 
half in black and half in blue what if none of these love songs of mine ever come true half about freedom and half about Appreciate you guys. Is that brand new? You just wrote that? Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, whittled that away this afternoon. Well, the lyrics are on your uh, on your phone still. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't look at them because they were too far away. So I just closed my eyes and tried to conjure nice. them. Yeah. Good job. That Thanks. is great. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Congratulations. I love that. Is it too Thanks. late to put that on the album? It I is guess, too or? late to put that on the record. Okay, yeah, it's so in the can. That's for the next Unless one. the hard drive burns up in Nashville somewhere, <laughs> and then it's yeah. all starting Don't over Don't say again. that. Don't even say that. That's a beautiful song. Thanks, Thanks very dude. much. Yeah. Appreciate That's the fabulous Andrew Duhon has been here as usual. I'm happy. I'm Mike Dillon was with us as well. You can catch Mike at Tipitina's on Friday night, this Friday, yep. June the 9th, yeah, I think it nice. is, yeah. 2017. If you listen to this show after that, you have to go to MikeDillonMusic.com or MikeDillonVibes.com. MikeDillonVibes.com. We've got a, a new website. It's yeah. cool, actually. Yeah. It's a cool website. There's a link to that on our website. It's NewOrleans.com. You can find Veronica Elwise at veronicaelwise.com and the link to that on our website, it's neworleans.com. You can find the food bar at eathappynola.com. Eathappynola.com. And where is it in the real world? 1522 Robert E. Lee out by UNO. Okay. Thank you very much, you guys. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. And thank you, too, to Basics Underneath and Basics Swimming Gym on Magazine Street where you can get lingerie and swimsuits if you want. And thank you, too, to Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural way to prevent a hangover, go to hdestroyer.com and write happy hour in the coupon code and you too can get 30% off of Hangover Destroyer and seize the dawn. Thanks for joining us on Happy Hour. The producer of our show is Graham DuPonte. Our associate producers are Alison Moon and April Stolf. Christian Unruh is our music director and our music producer is Jean Valois. Thomas Walsh is our technical director and our live feed directors are Asher Griffith who did it all by himself today because Grayson Jernigan is away. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about an hour while drinking alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com where you can also check out some other shows we make here, including Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace, true to the game, with the very funny Chris True, Midnight Menu Plus One, with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker, and the podcast about death called Death the Podcast. With psychologist Dr. Arian Alfand, you can also find other great Louisiana podcasts. And it's Acadiana.com and it's Baton Rouge.ally. You can keep up with us on Facebook. Apparently, you can keep up with a lot more on Facebook as well, if you know Veronica. And on Twitter and a bunch of other times sucking social media as well. And all of it we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com. And on our Facebook page, these photos were taken today by... Alison Moon. If you're listening to this show on your favorite podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. Take a moment to rate and review us if you've got a moment. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hours, a production of INO Broadcasting. For itsneworleans.com, for Andrew Duhon, everybody else around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at INO Broadcasting. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour. That's it.